Hey guys, I want to welcome everybody to the podcast here. My name is Isaiah Vasquez. I'm Tristan Gilbert. <laughs> we decided to put a cool podcast together called Uncomfortable Conversations. Um, just kind of bring out stories that aren't really, I think that everybody has, but nobody really gets an opportunity to talk about. So today we got Hunter Birkenbein. Um, his segment today, we're going to call it the behind the scenes of a single father. Um, so we're going to get a chance to talk to him a little bit. And then next week, I'm pretty excited. We got Colton Westergaard. Um, he's going to come in and talk a little bit about his. I won't tell you guys exactly what it is yet, but um, we're pretty excited for his. So welcome both of you guys. Colton Westergaard. Yeah, I thought I recognized you. You play football, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. Swam too. He's a swimmer. Pretty well known for his baseball and basically sports around Idaho Falls. So like I said, we're pretty excited to have him on. But Hunter, this one's basically about you, buddy. So I've known Hunter for uh, probably nine years or so, maybe a little bit more than that. He was just a little shaggy haired, little asshole kid playing football with my little brother. So that's kind of how I met him, picking fights, just doing dumb shit all the time. But, um, Hunter, obviously times have changed. You are a father now. Yep. Um, just for you guys who didn't know, he used to rap, but that didn't turn out well, so he changed his profession to a single dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <Wow. laughs> coming in strong. Hunter, tell us, I mean, just kind of in general, I mean, how's your life changed from being, you know, kidless to having a kid and, and kind of what changes you, you experienced? Uh, I don't, like, for me, I've always wanted to be a dad even like when I was a baby so I feel like that part of it has been amazing um I don't want to go into detail about my marriage and all that stuff but uh yeah I mean I'm now separated so I get my daughter half of the time so week on week off right now that's going to be changing to two weeks on two weeks off um at first that was really hard because I have I'm pretty attached to my daughter um so that I don't know, that kind of messed with me a little bit. Um, but now I'm, like, to a place where it's, like, it's it's easier, you know? Like, um, I guess I learned to appreciate it more now that I don't have it every day, if that makes sense. Not that I'd never appreciated my daughter, but... The time, right? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's different now. Um, the only shitty part is now is, like, because she's almost two. She'll be two on the fifth. Um, just her... Like, every week I get her, this sounds cliche, but I swear, it's like she learns something new. It's like now she's like, has all these sentences and does all this cool shit that I'm like, damn. You know, like, so it kind of makes me feel like I'm missing out a little bit too, but yeah. But then the, the times that I do have her, it's just me and her, right? I don't have to worry about anyone else, like, like give a shit less what's going on sort of thing, so. Well, and I think obviously being a single dad too, like, there's all these... I guess, opinions and things like that. So I think a big question I have for you too, like what do you think some misconceptions are that people might have of being a single dad? Ooh, dude, to be honest with you, I've never really looked at it like that. Like my mom, so this is this is where this gets tricky and this is why I look at it differently. My mom, uh, she got pregnant when she was 14, had a kid when she was 15, and my sister didn't have a dad, right, until my dad was in her life when she was like 10 I think 8 or 10 um and then same thing with my sister when she had her two kids the baby daddy's not there so I mean I feel like I've always looked at it as like from that perspective of like a single mom perspective but like when it's single dad I guess it's more I don't know you don't really hear a whole lot about like a single dad right like but I mean Willow has my daughter she has 
her mom and she has her dad. So it's not like she's going without either parent. I mean, they're not together. Um, and I feel like she's at an age young enough where it's like not going to. How old is she right now? She's a year. I... She's almost two years though. On the fifth, she'll be two. So yeah. I don't know if that answered your question, but. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it did. I mean, like I said, I think mainly misconceptions of, it's like you said, I mean, you hear a lot of single moms doing it, doing it together. And, and I think that's a big reason why kind of we wanted to come up with this thing and, and get an opportunity to talk to the single dads out there and, and give a chance to kind of hear their story and their struggles and, and basically kind of where, where everybody was at with it on that end. But yeah, I think the most important thing, obviously we just met, but like willing to be in your kid's <clears throat> life. Cause I feel like the biggest misconceptions with single dads is like a good amount of them are just kind of deadbeats and like aren't mm-hmm. there for the kid, you know what I mean? And so for you to be there, that's like the most important thing. Is For sure. Yeah, no, and I think I, witnessing that firsthand, like with my sister or, you know, with her, with my sister not having a dad and then her kids not having a dad sort of thing. I just remember like at such a young age, um, that aggravating, like aggravating me really bad. Like how, I don't know, maybe it's because I looked at it like like maybe my sister felt left out or whatever, you know what I mean? That sort of thing. And so for me, that was like something that I, I promised myself I would never do. You know, I feel like if I, if I'm man enough to make a baby, then I need to be man enough to take care of that baby. And so, but yeah, that's like my number one priority, no matter what. Oh, hell yeah. I think that's awesome. Cole, you got anything for him at the, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is everybody that I've talked to, you know, they're like, they see how good of a dad he is, like hands down one of the best dads I've ever seen. So, you know, you, like you said, you've always wanted to be a dad and circumstances didn't like weren't in your favor all the time, but you make the best of it, mm-hmm. you know, and you definitely give your daughter the best life you can. And it's, it's really cool to see. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think having support and friends like that is, is cool, too. That's why I'm wearing glasses, because I didn't want people to see Yeah, them. I was going to ask you. I mean, right? <laughs> when, we get a, when we get a chance, obviously, to get this posted, I mean, do you think anybody's going to think that you're kind of a douchebag dad with one earring and glasses? or? No, I think it's a fashion statement. <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. I think 20 years from now, Willow's going to be like, really... yep, that's my dad. So <laughs> he's going to be stoked. Uh, obviously, do I mean, you get to see pictures of Willow, and, and like I said, she's beautiful, by the way. You guys, you know, did an awesome job. And um, I think, like I said, just getting an opportunity to see pictures and videos, stuff that you're, that you're happy about. What are your, what are your proudest moments of being a dad? And what are some of the scariest moments you've had of, of being a single dad? Damn. Being a single dad. Well, let's just say being a dad in general. Okay. There's a couple. I'll, I'll give you two for that. Um, the proudest moment. Um, definitely like just seeing her like growing into her own, like, person right like seeing influences from whether it's like what she learned in school because she goes like she goes to daycare it's not really school but like you know like seeing her like actually pick up on stuff like when I'm at work you know what I mean and then like coming home and she starts saying words in Spanish or like doing sign language I'm like damn so I mean that makes me proud immediately um having her look like me yeah I don't know for some reason, dude, that makes me so freaking happy. But yeah, that, um, the hardest part as of right now, and I'm sure like if we did this five years later, I'd come up with like some really good shit, like some bad parts. Or whatever, Two earrings, like no glasses. Part. I get you. Yeah. It's a glass. But, um, no, I feel like when she first started eating solid foods, it scared the shit out of me. 
Yeah, I couldn't yeah. even, like, watch her eat. Like, if we went out to a restaurant or something, I'd have to be, like, facing away from her because, like, it would just scare the shit out of me. So that's one of them. Now, it's uh, with the single dad part, I'd say uh, definitely who's going to be in her life. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I want to be, I'm her dad. And I want her to know that I'm her dad. And I want someone in her life that's not going to be a piece of shit. Someone that's going to uplift her, you know, motivate her. And you know what I mean? Well, and you said that you got you. So I guess explain to me if you, if you don't mind. You guys is kind of custody thing. So she's not, the mom's not here. She's out of state, right? She's mm-hmm. in Utah. Yeah. So how does that work? How do you guys exchange her? Um, right now it's every Sunday. So we'll meet halfway from Idaho Falls to Salt Lake. Which is? The lad. Okay. Damn. Yeah. It's a drive. Put a lot of miles in my new car. So. Yeah, it's that it's 97 Ford one, right? Outside? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so I, I mean, I get, I guess I get what you're saying as far as like being able to want to know who's in her life. Cause it is hard. I mean, mm-hmm. when she's with her mom in Utah, I mean, you See, yeah, that's the thing too, is like, I don't know for me, I feel like this is like how it is with men too, is like, um, I feel like, I feel like men kind of worry about it more than like the, the woman would worry about it. Right. Like you hear horror stories of like just an abusive piece of shit stepdad. Or, you know, and that's, like, what you hear a lot. But, I mean, I obviously have so much love and respect for her that I would not bring just some random person into her life. You know what I mean? And I I don't know. I just hope that it's the same thing with her. Like, I hope that there is someone there that, like, can act as the dad when she's with her mom. But you just got to respect that you're the yeah, father, too. Mm-hmm, that's the sure. biggest thing. But, like, I've been having, like, nightmares of, like shit like that like just someone else like stepping in and i don't know if it's like uh what would you say like not an alpha thing but like there's kind of a little bit of an ego yeah for like, sure I, i'm like yeah I'm like that's your baby girl mm-hmm. like, for sure yeah so this i mean is my that's, daughter that's kind of the part that's that's hard right now i go through that quite a bit i think about that do you guys have step parents no do you oh dad do you yeah i have a stepdad and like i don't know he was really he understood that these aren't my kids, mm-hmm. but I have to serve a role, like be supportive of them. And then I guess, uh, I don't know the whole story, but one time he yelled at my sister and it sounded like it was totally unwarranted. And my dad and him like had a good relationship up to that point. And then after that, he's like, dude, he yelled at my fucking daughter. Like, I don't really respect him as much as a man now. See, that's my thing too. Is like, I, I don't know. I don't want to have drama between me and uh, her mom. Or anything like that, but I I definitely want to make it clear to that person, like, hey, you know, these are the boundaries. Because um, yeah. I mean, if something like that, if like he were to spank my kid, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'd lose my. Sh- I would drive down to Utah, and I would. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think I, I mean, although this is man, I think anybody would. I mean, like I said, my little girl, she's me and the mom aren't together, but I think we all have that fear, you know, mm-hmm. having another man step in, and you want to make sure that they're right, and it comes to a lot of trust with with trusting your, your baby mama with, with her mm-hmm. judgment of, of character and who she's with. But speaking of spanking, I think that a lot of, I think a lot of single parents, like at least run through their mind once or twice. Like you almost want to spoil your kid to a point to where like they almost, they love you, you know? I mean, it could be an ego thing if you want to call it that. But I mean, are you afraid to like discipline Willow to get on her bad side to where she's like, no, I my dad spanks me. I don't want to, I mean, cause that's a conversation that at some point in time you might have to have with, you know, either her mom or her in general you know no that's something that we so 
the cool thing about this whole thing is like um me and her are like we can have i don't know hatred towards each other which hopefully one day we'll just chill out but uh that's something that like from day one we've always had like mutual grounds like um everything that we want with our daughter like we both agree on right so like spanking right for me I don't know because I'm not gonna lie I was a spoiled little brat and I did get my ass whipped not with with a whip but like with my mom's hand or my dad's hand but uh no that's something it's like weird for me because it's like I don't know I have never had a kid and I haven't had to spank her um I try doing like the timeout method and she's pretty I think she enjoys doing it actually just go sit there and just kind of look at me. <laughs> so but... it's not discipline anymore. She's like, I'll just go there myself. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. So, but yeah, you are scared or no, you're not scared to discipline her? I'm you scared. are. I, and that is, it's, it's, a, it's a shitty kind of conversation to, to have, especially with her as a kid. Because in all reality, she, she doesn't really know any better besides dads mm-hmm. being mean. You know, you're trying to just protect her or show her love in a, in a certain way. But yeah, like I said, that's, I mean, it's kind of a or miss topic but i don't mean to come off like a like i don't want to say sexist but like for me if i had a son right in my in my eyes um i could i feel i would feel better like swatting my son like in the ass like hey you know don't do that but like with my daughter i'm like i you're like taught at age not to ever hit a girl or whatever i don't want her to be like be fearful of like her dad or anything or if i had a son i wouldn't want him to be like that either so i mean I don't have a son, so I can't say if I would discipline him. Also, she's not even two yet. Like I said, if you do this podcast again, like in three years, we'll <laughs> yeah. see well, we'll, well see if it's I, changed or not. But oh, and that's huge. I think there's a difference between fearing your parents and respecting them. Yeah, you know, my thoughts too. Yeah, I mean, growing up, um, you know, playing sports, obviously you're around my dad. I think, I'll, and it could have just been different ways. Kids either respected him or they feared him. You know, mm-hmm. my um, dad scared the shit out of me, but well, I love him to death. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's him, the no. thing. Like I you hate him. him, you hate him in the moment. Like you hated getting yelled at by your coach, but you look back and like made me man. Yeah, and they were like doing it because they wanted what's best for you. If they just mm-hmm. yeah. let you do whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. I mean, you played baseball, bro. I mean, mm-hmm. how many coaches were on your ass all the time? You know, all the time. Talk to any of them today, still? Or I do. Yeah, I'm actually pretty close with my uh, high school coach. Um, you know, and one thing that they always told me is like, if they're not on your ass, they don't care. You know, and that's hard to realize in the moment because you're like, Dang, he's being a dick. Like, what's this all about? You know. But then once you kind of mature a little bit, and even being outside of baseball now. Um, it like opens your eyes a little bit like dude he was just trying to help like you know obviously he cared he was trying to coach you up same thing same thing with your dad dude like I remember like I used to have night terrors like I swear (laughs) to god no because like I had this thing where like because we had such a small team so I'd play wide receiver and then I'd play corner right I fucking hated playing wide receiver I would run a post every play They'd start calling out shit, and I just could not remember the plays, dude. (laughs) And I'd just, like, be running a fucking post, and I'm like, why don't I ever get the ball? But anyways... um... No, Hunter, like I said, was kind of a little ass, little shaggy-haired little ass. I remember I was helping him coach, because Hunter's my little brother's age, so... Play ran. About 30 minutes later, I see flags just flying up in the air. I look at my dad, and he's got his little paper rolled up. He's like, fucking Hunter's fighting again. (laughs) Turn around, Hunter's got a kid by his helmet, and they were just... So Hunter was fun. Hunter was fun to watch. But yeah. speaking, dude, speaking of you know, kind of obviously, like I said, disciplining kids and the and the time that you have to drive. So you guys are doing a week on, a week off mm-hmm. right now. Not only that, you're taking drive time to go get her. So 
I mean, how does it, how do you manage your, your work life and then your life with her? Cause obviously, like I said, I mean, you get a chance to spend a week with her. So obviously your, your schedule is busy during the week, whatever, nine to five, whatever your schedule is. So how do you manage? I mean, how do you, how do you manage to, to fit all in together and, and still show her that I'm caring for you. I am going to spend time sure. with you. So the cool thing about that is, um, when we moved to Utah, cause we we're there for a year and her mom's still there, but, uh, we were away from family for like a year. We would come back every couple of months or whatever. So like I have family out the ass. They're like, Hey dude, let me, let me watch it. Like, so I have like a support system here. So it's not like I'm just dropping her off at like a, a daycare, you know what I mean? Which there's nothing wrong with. And I'm sure I'm going to eventually have to do that. But like, right. Um, she goes and stays with her, her grandma and then she'll stay or not stay. She'll go stay, spend the day with her grandma while I'm working. And then, uh, my grandma, she'll go spend like some days with her, and then yeah. So sometimes there's other family members that like want her that day, so we'll make it happen. But yeah, it, it works out perfect, and it's cool too because then she gets to have that experience of like knowing who her family is, you know what I mean, and them being able to watch her grow up instead of every couple months seeing her for a split second, you know. Yeah. Well, so. and you, and you said you you had a step parent too. So when you guys did like you, I mean, I guess when did you get a stepdad or stepmom? Uh, what age were you? It's probably like fifteen. So when you guys did a holiday, well, you guys are probably old enough to kind of choose. And yeah. when you guys did holidays, did you guys just split it like uh, certain ways or? So I would go to California for like Thanksgiving a lot with my dad. So Thanksgiving, I just went with like one family. But like Christmas, I would do Christmas with my dad in the morning, and then I would go. To uh, my step, my stepdad's like his parents' house. Have like lunch and then go to my mom's family for uh, for dinner. So it wasn't for us like it was never really messy and it was always like if you don't want to do this, you don't have to kind yeah, of deal. Yeah. Do you guys have like a set set plan on like holidays or anything or is it just kind of yeah? Whatever? So this year with like every other every other week how it fell was like um. I kind of got the shit into the stick. It wasn't planned like that, like by her mom or anything like that. It's just kind of how it happened. But like literally every freaking holiday has fell besides New Year's Eve has fell on her days. Right. So like Christmas was down there. Thanksgiving was down there. Um, her birthday is going to be down there. I will get her on the sixth. So the day after her birthday. And so, I mean, my thing is, is my family just, my parents just recently got divorced too. So it's not like there's like a, they don't have these huge family events anymore, right? And so I feel like it's kind of like I don't know the the silver so, lining behind it. It's like not it's not like she's missing out of because we still will get together as a family when we do have her, and like we'll still have our own little uh, Christmas that sort of thing. So it's like not it's not like she's missing out um, for like her birthday. I'm in, I'm gonna have her the week before her birthday, so I'm just gonna have a birthday party for her. Do something then. Yeah. As a, yeah. As a kid, dude, I my brother, uh, they have different a different mom than me. Um, both of them do. Anyways, I was like, as a kid, I was jealous, dude. I was like, these guys are getting freaking multiple Christmases, <laughs> two like, birthdays. Why the hell don't my parents get divorced? <laughs> Seriously, I was a little greedy bastard, but I was like, yeah. Then that happened, but I'm like 20s now, so you know what I mean. I don't get cool toys and shit. Yeah. I just get awkward fucking. You get one. You get it. You get a sweatshirt, maybe. Yeah. Knitted scarf. Yeah. In your case, another earring probably. Next Christmas. You can only afford one. This one. Yeah. So next year you get another one. Next year, yeah. I hear you. No. So, 
Um, dude, I think that being a single dad or even not even, you know, I, I know that we've been focusing a lot about that, but I think just parents in general, single or even together, I think there's a lot that comes with it as far as emotionally, physically and, and mentally. There's a lot that I think people deal with on their own. So I guess, I mean, in you, I mean, how do you, how do you take care of yourself in order to take care of Willow? That's a hard part. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I definitely don't drink the days that I have her. Right. I feel like I've been like leaning on like drinking and shit. Like it's not as bad now. Like now I'm getting into a rhythm where like, like starting to see like the, the bright side of things, you know, I have more shit to look forward to that sort of thing. Um, but like at first it was, it was kind of hard, you know, I felt lonely and then I felt like I was doing a shitty job in a sense of like, I don't want her to like be around me while I'm sad, you know, that sort that sort of thing. But like, yeah, so now, I mean, I, I go to counseling once a week. I feel like that needs to be, what is the word called? It's so, uh, Destigmatized. For sure. Yeah. And like, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I was the type of person to be like that too. Like I was like, I don't need to go to counseling, you know? It kind of made you feel like weak, cringy, vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, for well, sure. Well, and I mean, I think that's cool that you took that initiative step because I think that you know whatever you're doing to to better your mental health or mm-hmm. rather it's mental, you know, emotionally or physical, to do to make sure that your daughter's good. I mean, because you can't really make her happy unless you are. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think that's that's awesome that you guys are for making sure. that happen too. I mean, like, and just surrounding yourself with better people. You know what I mean? Like, um, I was never surrounding myself with bad people, but just. I don't know, like, the weeks that I have her, like, just be freaking dedicated to her, you know what I mean? And that's kind of how I I look look into it, you know? I look forward, like, I miss her. I took her back Sunday, and, like, today I was like, shit. kind of feel like there's an empty spot Sad. there. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I hear like you. It'll always be like that, no matter what, but. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I mean, like I said, I have, I have my daughter almost every other day, but the weekends that we don't have her, it's like you said at the beginning, she comes back, and I feel like she learned four fucking new things, and you're mm-hmm. like, wow. She started crawling when she was at her mom's house, and her mom Snapchatted me, and she was like, "Hey, she's crawling." You kind of get that pride, like, "Fuck, she should have crawled when she was here," you know. Yeah. So I understand that, but you guys don't have kids, right? Neither one of you guys. No. For you guys, you know, being outsiders, is there things that you guys see your dads do, or your uncles do, or your friends as dads do that, you know, you guys are like, "I don't know if I'd do it like that," or I might, you know, approach something differently. Do you guys think that that'll change when you have a kid or you guys think that you'll be the dad you want to be right now when you have a kid? That's hard to say because I feel like like I could not see myself having a kid right now. I mean, I see stuff that my like family or friends do that I was like, I don't agree with that. But it's hard to say not being in their shoes. Like I'm just right. like a single guy. Like how much do you guys feel like you as a person changed when you had your kids? Like, You know, I, I think tremendously I... I look back at kind of, I mean, like I said, I've known Hunter for years and I remember being at Braxton's house getting real shitty drunk and... Mm-hmm. Those and, were the days. Those <laughs> were the days. Yeah. Hunter had two years back they, then, so... Was that has a couple kids out, out there just from that area? Yeah, I might have a couple. Um, I don't know. No, I just... But it's changed tremendously for me, at least, as, not only as, as, a, as a person, but just like wanting a better life for her in general, you yeah. know? Um, obviously nobody plans on being separated from the spouse or whatever but eternally like I said her mom's my at least my situation I get really along with her with my baby mama she's awesome to work with and and her and my fiance get along just great my fiance has been a huge help for me I mean significantly mm-hmm. she's helped me grow as a person individually um, and then to be a better father as well yeah 
And that, I think that's like a common theme I hear about people when they talk about having their kids. They're like, I felt like I was just kind of like wandering through life, not giving a fuck, and now I have like a purpose. Yep. Like you said your purpose is to give her the best mm-hmm. possible life. I'm sure you felt the same way. I can uh, attest, is it attest. Is that the proper word to use? Yeah, yeah. Attest. That's a big fucking <laughs> He's never passed him, but he's got it. Yeah. No, especially with Lazea. I mean, um, I don't know. I, I don't, I've never told you this. You should probably put my glasses on because I'm going to make you fucking cry, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, I think that you have really, uh, I'm, like, I'm proud of you. I've even talked to your brother about it too. Like, uh, Lazea has always been good with kids too. Like, even like at baseball games when your nephews are there and you guys are watching us play or whatever, like he's always been the fun uncle and Lazea's loved kids, whether he says so or not, you've always loved kids. But anyways, no, like you just fucking, I remember you calling me, dude. And I, I, I remember telling you on the phone, I was like, there's nothing that I'm worried about, dude. Like you're going to, you're going to be a great dad, you know? I appreciate so. that, man. <clears throat> Did you have the same feelings? Or were you like, oh shit? I was scared, man. Honestly, yeah. when I when she, you know, it was funny because at the time that she had told me, like a day before that, we had planned on breaking up, and then she told me, and she was like, I wasn't gonna tell you, but I'd be a shitty person if I didn't. So, we kind of just were like, you know what? Like, obviously, we're not gonna work, but let's make it work for for her, so to give her the best life that we can. And like I said, the the relationship that me and her mom have now is really the best I could ask for she's easy to work with she's not and the fact that her and my fiance get along as well makes things a hundred times easier yeah you know I honestly I, I mean Hunter's situation like he said him and uh, Willow's mom they they make the best what they can <laughs> for Willow but it just makes it a hundred times easier when you can have a good relationship with her as well and not have to worry about mm-hmm. certain things but I mean and Colton for you too like I said I mean being an outsider man is there certain things that you grew up with that maybe your your dad did or your mom did that you're kind of like I want my kids to be this way and I'll change this way or you kind of just like whatever happens happens yeah um so I mean kind of like what parents always say and it's kind of like I feel like every parent that I talk to is kind of like you know I want my kids to be a better parent than I was you know and growing up um you know, I never had a great relationship with my dad. He always provided really well, you know, put me through, you know, traveling sports and things like that. You know, like we were always, I was always provided for, but I never had like that deep connection with my dad growing up. Um, and that's like the biggest thing for me that I want differently. Uh, like I want my kids to be able to come to me for anything, you know, and I don't want it to be like, hey dad, you know, I went out and smoked weed with my friends, you know, it's like, okay, you know, like, kind of talk about it with them and you know I don't want them to ever feel like they can't come to me about something because I'm going to get mad at them or you know and they're always going to have that but I want to try my best to be like hey you know come to me like and then when they do like actually talk to them like don't get mad at them and you know things like that um so that's kind of like the biggest thing that I want you know and you never know how things are going to happen like what you said like it's just you change you know and I uh I'm quite a bit older than all my, like, my little brothers. Um, and so I've kind of, like, I almost feel like a, not just, like, the older brother to them, but almost like a like a dad figure in a way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to take care of your little brothers. Um, and then my sister has two little daughters, and, you know, every time I'm around them, it's just, like, it's almost like a dad thing right. comes out of me, even though I'm not a dad. But, like, I'm always trying to, like, take care of them and things like that. And so that kind of gives me a good glimpse of what I feel like I might be like as a dad, you know, and I kind of like 
what I see as of right now, but once it's my own kid, it, you know, it'll be different, but yeah, you just never know. Yeah, know? well, and I think you take a different, you different, you take a different role as an uncle, you know, I kind of was saying, I mean, yeah. I see my, before I had my, my daughter, I see my nephews, and sometimes I'm like, dude, be his ass, what are you doing, you know, when he acts up or something, but it does change, and when you have kids, you, you tend to be a little bit softer on your own, or yeah. sometimes harder on your own, right. you know, exactly. but no, it sounds like he, I think both you and you and Tristan here, you guys got a pretty good foundation of like, what do you want, what do you want a relationship with your kid, and how are you going to do that, so I think you it's guys, pretty awesome. You guys better get to it, dude. <laughs> dude shit. It's a lot of responsibility. It is, I, I was talking to my buddy, Braden, and you know, he was like he just got married and I'm like you guys plan on having kids he's like ah oh, when well, we're financially ready I hate to break it but you'll never be there yeah. Yeah. you'll never be ready I bitch about $45 for formula but I'm like it's 45 bucks yeah. you know like to me you know so whatever but I'm gas dude so I, literally I kind of want to piggyback off something Colton said you guys as dads how do you feel you develop like what do you do as a parent to where you know that they feel like they can come to you like, what can you do as a dad to be like, hey, when they're in high school and they're drunk and they need a ride, they know that they can call me and, like, I'll, do, I'll be there for them rather than being scared of me. Like, Yeah, like, for me, like, that's something that was really cool about my parents. Um, I'm sure they're going to be pissed off that I'm, like, talking about this, but no, like, I... I've, I would come to them, like, stupid... Like, shit that I shouldn't talk to my mom about, dude. Like, I've talked to my mom about. Same with my dad sort of thing and like they've been open about it and I'm sure it's very kind of uncomfortable for them and I I don't know like I feel like that's something that I've cherished from having them but like even like when I was in high school dude getting fucked up at a house party like my mom would rather me call her drunk and get a ride versus me driving home you know and that's like the same thing that I I'm not encouraging my daughter to go get fucked up by any means but I'd rather be that parent like, they do that type of shit versus, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. get all pissed off and, like... Well, then they just chance. resist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And Hunter said it, too. I mean, I think a big thing, at least for me, I think one thing that I think my parents were the most is is they never sheltered us. You know what I mean? It was... Yeah. I, I remember being eight, nine years old, watching them get drunker than shit in the garage. But we were all home, and they drank at home. They went out at the bars, you know? So they didn't really shelter us from, like, any of that... I remember watching freaking fights in the front yard, you know. So for me, I think that's something that I'll always take to my daughter and, and let her know, like, hey, this shit does exist. This is what it is, blah, 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 you know. And at the end of the day, will I ever know if she does it behind my back or not? Not really. But all you can do is what you can at the, at the time being. And for me, at least show her, like, this is where it's at. But, um, I mean, kind of just like what Hunter said, you you do the best you can with, with what you're dealt. And, it's, it's tough right now because my daughter is only 10 months old. She'll be 11 months. She'll be one in March. But even right now, just like, I mean, when I when I come, like if, if I get off of work or I'll go get her from daycare, like her whole face lights up. Like she knows just the feeling, and I'm sure Hunter can attest, and you guys will get it one day, and I promise it's the best feeling in the world. But seeing her smile and laugh when she sees you is like a whole different feeling. Like so when I pick her up or, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll mess around with my fiance, and I'm like, try and grab her because I know she won't go. I mean, she loves my fiance to death, but she really doesn't go to anybody when she's with that. And that's, I think that's my favorite part. And just knowing that that connection that I have with her right now, which by the way, I'm reading a book. If you guys want to read it, it's called strong father, strong daughter, fucking badass book. doesn't necessarily tell you how to be a father. Just tells you the role that you have in your daughter's life. Highly recommend it. But just kind of like Hunter said, I mean, you, you, you want to follow traits kind of like what your parents taught you, but you also want to do it in a better way as well. So I think I'm familiar. 
I kind of like what that question was and, you know, kind of like a different perspective, not being the actual dad, right? But, um, like, my parents were always honest with me, and they told me stories about, like, when they were growing up, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, I think that definitely helps a lot yeah, is it's like, nice. okay, you've done it, so I feel like I can talk to you about it because whether, you know, we like it or not, you know, we're, we do stupid shit. Like, growing up, that's that's how you learn, you know? So, especially, yeah, like, I don't know, because our dads grew up together, but, like, even hearing stories about, like, his dad and my dad when they were younger, I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, the glory days, and it's it's almost like, yeah, you want to live up to your dad's, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I think that's cool. I, I don't know. Someone said something earlier, though, and uh, I can't remember how you phrased it, um, but anyways, is like essentially like I was, ta- I think I was talking to you about this the other day, but it was like about, um, I don't know. Like I, I had a sheltered life. I had a good life, you know, I didn't go without by any means, but like, um, there is about being a better parent than your parent. Right. Whoever said that, I can't remember who said that. That's Colton, but yeah, no, that's, uh, that's true though. Because like, um, I don't know, I, I saw shit that my, my mom did to my dad or my dad did to my mom growing up that I was like, I will never, I'll never do that, right? Yeah. I'll never treat a woman like this or I will never make my kid feel like this or I'll never make my kid go through that. So I think that like having like, if there's people like that have had like a shitty relationship with their parents, I feel like it either makes you or breaks you, right? So either you're going yeah. to, if you, if you grew up seeing your dad, beating your mom or whatever right I feel like that's either like you're gonna be like no screw that I'm gonna be the best fucking husband there can be the best dad there can be or you're gonna it's in you yeah yeah. or you're gonna do like the same shit that you saw yeah and so I think that's that's something that's cool though is like I've always taken pride of like me with my daughter right like I would never want my daughter to see some of the shit that I've seen as a kid and I will never put my daughter through some of the shit that I've been through and I haven't gone through like any crazy shit or anything, but like there's there's things that have stuck with me growing up. But like I feel like even at a, a an early age, I was like, that's like I don't know, stuck with me. I was like, I'm not gonna do that. It's always that negative shit that mm-hmm. sparks like the most. I don't know if growth is necessarily the word, but it's the bad shit that happened in your life where you're like, okay, I know I gotta make a change yeah. with this. Like I can't be like this. I gotta break this, whatever it is. Break the trend a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Uh, Hunter, as far as as far as co-parenting's gone, like you said, I know you said your relationship with Willow's mom has been kind of a little rocky, but for the most part, you'd say it's probably pretty good then, right? As far as like what... Nah. <laughs> the way I guess I should word it like this, is as far as what's best for Willow, you guys are on the same page. Yeah, no, for sure. The fact that you guys... I made that weird noise because like... I, I, just, I really have to pee so fucking Dude, hard. I gotta pee too. Can pause we pause it? it? Yeah, you can. I okay. Mean, it's we'll be I'm right like back after this quick commercial break. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so where were we? Something about co-parenting? Yes, co-parenting, but he kind of answered it. So we can. he basically just said that you guys do what's best for Willow. Mm-hmm. You guys keep your own problems out of it, which I think is fucking awesome. I think you, you get into a lot of parents who aren't together and then their hatred for each other turns into the kids and rather it's the mom or the dad using the kid as like like a you know bait kind of thing mm-hmm. gets super frustrating and i hate to watch it no um, like um yeah that's something that i mean i know she's a great mom she knows i'm a 
great dad. You know what I mean? So it's like nothing like that's like the last thing that we would ever do like to be spiteful or anything like that. You know, I can be pissed off all I want at her as a person, but as a mother, I have to respect her and I have to know that my daughter loves her. She's a great mom. And it's like the feelings mutual, right? Yeah. I think that's maturity. I think that a lot of people don't follow that trend. I mean, I have personal experiences where I've known the dad to be a really damn good guy. He has his flaws like everybody does. But I mean, I think if you use social media as a platform to destroy somebody's name, that's fucked up. You know, even when you know they're a good person. So yeah, I'm not doing that shit. Playing victim to me is just some shit that needs to stop. And I think it's been, you know, overplayed quite a bit. But like I said, I mean, but the fact that you guys put Willow first, you know, for your guys' own shit is, is awesome. I mean, did, you said you didn't really have any problems with your parents, like step parents no. arguing. So yeah, that's cool. But, um, honestly, dude, I think that on and another big thing, being a single dad, you know, you kind of fall into, and I think a big thing for me is I know that my daughter needs her mom, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like I said, my fiance does a fucking hell of a job stepping in as a stepmom and, and, and really killing that role. But, you know, I know that my daughter needs her mom. So Hunter, I think for you, what do you think that mom or what do you think that a mom provides that a dad can't? And what do you think a dad provides that a mom can't? Ooh, damn. I don't know. Um, I'd definitely say like sympathy from their mom, right? My dad's good at that too. Like even like, I, I feel like as I got older, like more mature, you know, like junior high, high school, I kind of like felt closer to my dad, but like, I'm a mama's boy, dude. You know, like I can run to her and cry about whatever the fuck I need to cry about. And I'm sure it drives her nuts because I do it all the time. But, um, even with my dad though, like I, I feel like it's both, I feel like they're both on the same page, right? Like I can both, I can count on both of them. But as a kid, um, it was different with my dad, right? Like I wasn't as close to my dad. Um, he also worked a lot, so I didn't get to see him a whole lot. Um, but like when it came to like sports and shit like that, you know, my dad was the one that you'd talk to about that sort of thing or, you know, stupid shit. But if there was like something like emotional that I'm going through, I definitely think that a woman has more, I'm an emotional guy, so I don't know. Maybe Willow will come to me with all her. Well, and, and Colton, you said that that you and your dad, you know, he he did what he had to do to make sure you were taken care of, which is awesome. I mean, obviously, there's a difference, you know, between connecting with your dad and then having him take care of you, I think, in, in a way. So, like, for me, my dad always kept a roof over our head, clothes on our back, food in our belly, and, and made sure we took care of sports. He gave a lot of tough love, you know, growing up, which I'm sure it sounds like that's what you got as well. So, you know, as kids, you look at it and you're like, he is a fucking asshole. You know, so you kind of tend to linger to your mom a little bit. But me, you know, growing up now, looking back, I'm like, wow, he did that shit out of love. It was tough love, but he did out of love. But, I mean, for you, was there things that your mom provided for you, even in the sports category of things as far as coaching goes, that your dad couldn't or your dad did that your mom couldn't? Yeah, so kind of two things on that. So I'm going to answer that question. But one thing I kind of want to say, too, about that um, is comparing it kind of back to when we're talking about coaching. Okay, so like in the in the moment, you know, you're like, dang, this guy's an asshole. Like, why are you doing this? But you know, I believe that there's different ways that you can approach it. But like you just said, like looking back now, like I knew he was doing it out of love. Like he just wanted the best for me, you know, just because he was a little hard on me. Um, his intentions were pure. It was just hard to 
kind of take it right. as a kid, you know. Um, but then, you know, my mom, like, I'm a mama's boy, too, for sure. Um, and I think one of the greatest things was when my dad was giving me that tough love. Um, my mom wasn't there to, like, baby me, you know, because I needed it. Um, but she was always my support system, no matter what. And she was always like, you know, when your coaches or your dad goes up to you, and you're like, hey, you could have done this better. They, I feel like moms are really good at being like, that That may be true, but here's what you did that was awesome. Awesome, right. Like, you did this super good, you know. Um, and she helped me through a lot of things doing that, you know, because you do need to – I don't want to call it negative, but the not so good things that you did that day, you know, and you learn from them, but it's, it's nice to hear the good things, you know, it makes you feel a little better. Like, okay. Yeah. It makes you take the bad things better, I guess. A little positive. That makes sense. Yeah. Positive reinforcement. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I think my mom was always just really, really good at that. Um, yeah. Does that answer your question? I guess? Yeah. No. And I think, and I mean, kids, you were rigby you know rigby star in all your sports i mean how did what, what do you think man i mean <laughs> well i mean pretty much along with a lot of what these guys have said like I, i'm not trying to say either my parents like love me more than the other they just showed it in different ways right like, i feel like my mom served more as the nurturer and my dad kind of served like more as like a a buddy like we could bullshit and talk about that kind of stuff but if i had like serious problems like emotional stuff i was going to my mom right so, well, and I think that also kind of, you know, to carry on to the conversation of being a parent, you know, you want to be able to access, like you said, kind of going back to letting your, your kids come to you with whatever. Mm-hmm. And I knew for a fact that, I mean, I, if I called my dad up today and was like, Hey dude, I need four brand new tires. You know, he would do whatever he needed to do to make sure to get that done. Definitely. But he'd be like, why the fuck did you let him get bald? You know, like, <laughs> he's kind of that type of level. My mom would be like, okay, yeah, you know, let's go get it done. But like you said, I think moms are really good for positive reinforcements. And I mean, even now, like, like my daughter's only 10 months, but she'll be doing something. And if I don't want her doing it, I'll, you know, raise my voice at her, knock it off, don't do this. And, uh, you know, like I said, my fiance is really good about stepping in and kind of like teaching her, like, hey, don't do that. But kind of still giving her that love. Like, this yeah. is why you don't do that yeah, instead yeah, of just exactly. don't do that. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, I think that's huge. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big, big thing for me. But again, I mean, I guess it all just depends on, you know, and. and kind of what you believe you can but speaking of that what dads can't do i think the biggest thing challenge for me is going to be doing hair i don't know how i'm going to do her hair really you see all these videos on tiktok or facebook or they use the vacuum and just right. scoot. Yeah. have you had to do willow's hair yet no i i think that's fucking hilarious that you said that because like last <laughs> week um i gave her like a comb over <laughs> well, she doesn't really have a ton of hair for you to do stuff i, like I could it. put like, like little pigtails in yeah. it right dude my hands are so damn big that i'm like fuck you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so i don't know that's something that i'm working on sometimes i get it and i feel really like proud of myself but no that's that shit's hard and that's something that i need to learn so yeah that's like your biggest problem though you're doing pretty well as a dad i feel yeah. like yeah. champagne yeah. problems <laughs> biggest concern is hair little hair issues here and there she looks like she has a mullet when <laughs> i have her so dude obviously you know you're a single dad at some point in time, you're going to start dating again. How has your dating life changed or, or, or when, if you haven't already, when do you think would be a good time to start? Damn. 
it's a question. I mean, and everybody runs into it, right? Rather you're a single mom, single dad, but, and everybody has different opinions on, well, I'm going to be single for a certain amount of time. And to me, I think it's bullshit. I think that your happiness matters to a certain extent as well. Obviously, you know, you don't want to be, you know, showing your daughter 10,000 different women, right? For sure. But, but at the same time, like I said, your happiness matters. And at some point in time, it's, it's going to happen. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I guess in your eyes being yeah, a single no. dad. Like, I feel like, uh. That's kind of a tough one because I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, like, I feel like there's like a thing, like, it's like, there has to be like a certain amount of time before you can like bring someone in their life. Right. I think that's bullshit. Um, I think that if I find someone that is compassionate, right. That makes me feel good. That is a loving person that I think it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Um, like obviously don't get they choked. Don't get choked know. up, dude. Just no, 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 no. We're chilling. <laughs> I have to burp, though. I swear. But I think, with that being said, like the right time would be when I find the right person. Like I don't, I don't think that there's like a time frame of like, oh, it has to be this amount of time before I can fucking meet someone or anything like that. I think it's like more of me finding something that I did not have in my previous relationship, um, someone that can accept the needs that I fucking, that I need. Um, someone that can be there for my daughter to help me with my daughter. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. So. Yeah. To have almost someone you can trust when you're not around. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, no. nope. yeah. And like I said, I think that's a, that's a, the biggest blessing that I've run into is, is knowing that I rather it's her mom and her judgment on who she's dating or if I'm working at it, if I ever work out of town for whatever reason, I have to leave my daughter home with my fiance. Like I have a hundred percent full confidence. She's safe. Well taken yeah. care of. You know, no matter where she's at. For sure. So I think that's a big thing, you know. I mean, and, and like for you guys that don't have kids, <clears throat> do you guys even have an opinion on when, I mean, like you said, you have nieces and nephews, so I don't know if your brothers have ever, or sisters have ever split up with their significant other and then they jump into a relationship. And for me, at least, like, you know, I've kind of watched, not necessarily like people, you know, as close to me, but I, I've seen it before. And, and I'm not going to lie, you, I used to be like, what in the fuck are you doing? You literally just got out of a relationship a week yeah. ago. Oh, my, you see it all the time on Facebook, bro. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, you, you constantly just kind of think. And, and again, like I said, then you then you step into the parent's shoes and you're kind of like, well, shit, you know, their happiness matters too. But I also do firmly believe that there are some people that just can't be alone. They yeah. have yeah. to have somebody. Definitely. And that's a frustrating part because the kid's not coming first, at least in my eyes. You know, it's it's. So, but I mean, what, I mean, what do you guys think? So, I, I you know, I kind of like what Hunter said, because um, I'm a believer, too, of like, I don't, there isn't a set time. And especially everybody's situation is different, you know. Um, so, I like how he said, it's like, as long as I find the right person that I feel comfortable with my kid. It's like you said, if he's got to leave, like, okay, well, can you watch her? You know, like, having full confidence that she's going to be okay um, is huge. And... Yeah, it's just, it's hard. It's a, it, it's like a double-edged sword. Like, you, you, you can't have the exact answer. Right. You know, it's just when you're ready, you're ready. And for other people, like, it's just different for other people. Like, sometimes it could be years, and sometimes it's, like, month after, or, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. And unfortunately, like, most people, they don't think that way. It's like, you should be waiting this long. Yeah. And yeah. it's like okay but it's not your life exactly you know like it's, what i'm doing doesn't affect you so butt out yeah you know <clears throat> so whatever is right for the person in the situation then that's what's right 
Well, that's, and I, I'm glad you nailed that, that, dude, because I think a big part of like why me and him wanted to kind of create this and do a segment on something like this is because his different his his views as a father could be different from mine. You know, yeah. we both have daughters, and the way he wants Willow to grow up and the way I want Naya to grow up are completely different. But there, it's a no judgment deal where I'm just like, your daughter's still going to turn out badass, and so will mine, even though we do completely different things. Right. So I like what you said right there. You know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion on how they want to do certain things, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the wrong way either. You know, so that's pretty awesome. Hunter, you, you mentioned a little bit kind of about the things, and we all talked about what we learned from our dads and grandpas and uncles and things like that. So, you know, as you sit back now, you have your own kid. You're a little bit older, a little bit wiser, fucking a lot wiser from what you used to be. What do you, and, in, and I mean, really, if you think about it, what do you admire most about your dad? I would say... Definitely, like, how giving he is as a person, right? Like, uh, I don't know. My dad owns his own company, but I've seen this guy, like, fucking pretty much break his back for people that he loves or cares about for, like, not really a return, you know what I mean? Like, he's just the type of person, like, to literally give you the shirt off of his back. And that's something that I've, you know, I've inspired to be like, like, I want to be like that. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, he sounds like one of those dads that he'd do things for you a million times and you'll say thank you and he probably won't hear thank you to him. It's just something like a hello, no, right? No, for sure. Like, I, I don't know. He, I think he's a crazy ass. My dad is. But I uh, I respect that guy so much. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, even any of my friends will tell you the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like the, about my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, he. Uh, oh, for sure. I'll test to that. A, he's, a, he's a loving guy. And it doesn't matter who you are. Like, you know, if you need help, then he's willing to do whatever he can to help you. So, I mean, that's something that I feel like I lack a little bit. Like, I sometimes, dude, I'm like, I just feel like such a selfish ass. And it's not even like, I don't know. But I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, what would my dad do in this situation, right? But I, I went over there today and just bullshitted with him a little bit. But, you know, he can have a million problems with himself, but... If he needs to help someone out, then he's going to help someone out. He'll make sure that, yeah, I hear you. That's the type of person that I inspire to be like. I think that's why our dads got along so well. Mm -hmm, For sure. Because we've kind of had similar experiences growing up in a way, you know, but, you know, no matter what, what my dad always will be there for for me and my family. Even me, dude. Yeah, and even, yeah, you know, I can't tell you how many times... I'll be talking to somebody, and it could be the very first time I ever meet him. And be like, dude, you know what? Your dad is a rock star. And it, and for a long time, growing up, um, I didn't really. I'm like, really? You know, because like he was hard on me, you know. But now, like looking back and understanding why he did what he did, and how he did it, and it you know, therefore, yeah, like right out of college, I went and worked for the company he works for, you know, and he's just. He is a superstar in that company. Like, you For know, sure. He's, he's worked his way up to the highest position he could possibly be other than owning that company. You know, and it was like an honor. It was like an honor to work at a place that my dad No, was, for sure. And, I, yeah, I, and Hunter worked at the same, like we worked there at the same time. Right. You know, and yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I don't want to No, off, you're good. We're, we're talking about your daddy, dude. <laughs> no, I, uh, that's a, uh, I don't know. That's something that I can vouch for, I guess, because I mean... When all this shit went on, like, a year ago, um, 
you know, your dad fucking called me every single night or, you know, would go up to my station and be like, hey, dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I was lacking that at the moment. My parents were going through a divorce. I didn't have that fucking empathy from my parents at the time. Not saying that they're bad parents or anything like that. They were going through their own shit. Shit happened to me. And, uh, anyways... No, I, I told Colton that. I think I was drunk, too, because, like, I try, because I get too, I don't know, it's, I'm too awkward to talk about it if I'm sober, but when I was, we were driving, we were driving back to my mom's house, remember that, when we went to my mom's house, and, uh, anyways, I told him, I was like, dude, like, for, like, that fucking couple weeks or whatever, I was like, your dad was the dad that I needed at that time, and it was, it was cool. Yeah. Well, I think it's awesome that you guys got a friendship like that, too, I mean, if I look like I look back at it, look back at it now, I um, mean, it's like you said, dude. I mean, dads are the tough love they give is a lot more understandable when we get older, you know, and it, it gets more clear as we get older. And I think for me, the biggest thing that I value my dad is, uh, you know, he has his own shit going on. But like for example, I mean, I I called him and I was like, hey, we we're gonna go look at some couches, and you know, sometimes you talk to your dad and and sometimes you can hear in the voice because sometimes I mean, Naya's only ten months, but sometimes she'll need something and I'm like oh my hell like I'm not gonna do it right now but for me when I call my dad it's not like uh it's not I can hear it in his voice it's not like fuck I guess I will it's like he thoroughly enjoys going to look at couches or going to look at trucks like he wants his kids to succeed in every way and that's something he's the dude's got the biggest heart I mean Hunter's known him for years I mean the dude's just outstanding I mean like I said and and not to vouch he's my dad but I mean like I said at the end of the day he'll like like he'll he'll do anything for anybody. Going back to like kind of what I was talking about him. Like this is kind of cool because I I know you personally and I I've been whether you think so or not, Colton. But anyways, <laughs> um, no, I mean like I've known his family since like literally our parents were. His dad was my dad's best man, right? Mm-hmm. And I have pictures of me and this kid in our undies. Oh, yeah. I was a little bit bigger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It was cold that day for Colt, but, uh, <laughs> no, like, the same thing with your dad, though, like, uh, for sure, like, your dad is a hard ass, right? I used to be so fucking scared of your dad, but at the end of the day, like, like your dad would be like, dude, do you need a place to stay, or whatever? He's like, come fucking stay here for a couple months, or whatever. I sometimes don't even talk to you and your brothers for, like, a couple months, and, like, whenever we, like, reconnect, it's like, we fucking have never left, right? Right. But I'll get random calls from your dad, dude, and I'm like... I'm like, either he's going to be pissed off at me, dude. Like, Why the fuck? You know what I mean? No. Um, I just know that he's he's just always there, dude. Like, he's offered me to fucking go stay and live at his house. Or I've seen him do that for other people, too, right? Like, your dad's the same type of fucking person that I inspire to be like. Like, yeah, literally the awesome. same type of person, like, to give you the shirt off of their back sort of thing. So. Yeah, I think, like I said, dads definitely give that tough love, and I'm glad that, you know, so far, you know what I mean, we still got a chance to talk about your dad and mm-hmm. whatnot, but so far, you know what I mean, it sounds like we're all going to be able to take something from our dads, rather it's, you know, tough love, and but like I said, everything gets clear as you get older, you know, but what about you, man? I mean, uh, one thing I just wanted to kind of say is, like, through all of our conversations, dads, like, they do shit without expecting anything in return. Yep. That's a common thing. Sounds like all of our dads are like that. They've done like they've done so much for us and they don't expect anything. So sometimes I wonder you could probably give me an answer based on the dad, you wonder if you're even doing enough or if you could be doing more if it's hard, but it's like 
I'm sure every dad feels like that at some point. So I'm sure anybody, whether they're a single dad, they're with somebody that are listening to this, they can take something that you guys have said and yeah. be like, damn, I'm not alone. Like somebody else feels mm-hmm. and has gone through the same shit I'm going through. So it's kind of like the exciting part about doing this right now. Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up, dude. That's badass. I mean, I didn't even think about that throughout this entire podcast, you know. Obviously, we wanted to do it to, to get an opportunity to get Hunter let his voice out and, and connect with other single dads around. But no, it is. I mean... Are you looking for other single dads, Hunter? <laughs> he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's on. He's he's on Tinder and Grindr, Tinder. Yeah. It don't matter. Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Facebook dating. You got Facebook dating. No though. way. Yeah. Well, fuck me, silly. I didn't know that. That's his bio when he's looking for single dads. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, I think kind of like you said, you nailed it. I mean, that's. The, the love that we got from our fathers is the love that we obviously want to return and, and show our kids, you know, either daughter or son, you know, hey, this is the way to do it. Because, like I said, looking back, I, you know, kind of like the same situation, a lot into sports, and I was kind of like, he was a fucking douchebag. Mm-hmm. But I look back at it now, and I'm like, if he didn't do what he did at that point in time, I would have turned out a fucking asshole or, you know, you know whatever the situation was. So, but, Hunter, I guess, in your opinion... You know, to kind of wrap this up a little bit, what, as of right now, Willow's a year, a little bit over a year, right? Yeah, she's almost two. And and no need to be humble. I mean, mm-hmm. what is your biggest achievement in your eyes as a dad right now? My biggest achievement? Mm-hmm. Damn. I don't know how I can, like, single... There's so many things that make me so proud to be a dad that I can't, like... I don't know how I can just pinpoint, like, one specific achievement um i guess uh i don't know like i didn't think that i was going to be able to have a kid at all you know what i mean um the type of cancer i had when i was a little kid not to make this like all dramatic and you don't need to add sound sound effects or anything like that (laughs) um no like it the type of cancer i had like the odds of having kids after that type of cancer was like really like slim to none um so that kind of like fucked with me a little bit so like i was so in denial like when willow when i found out my ex was pregnant right i was like there's no way i like i couldn't get excited about it i wouldn't let myself get excited about it you know what i mean um but i remember just like this so cringy but anyways i used to like sing while she was in her mom's stomach right I, i would talk to the baby and I would sing to it and I would just fucking play my guitar and like, you know, just weird shit. But anyways, um, I guess when she was born, um, she like, cried a little bit, but then I would like talk to her and like, she would just be calm, calm. Like she's heard my voice before and like that, I don't know, dude, that, that shit's really cool yeah to me like i and i don't know maybe it's like maybe it's not even me maybe it's me like fucking thinking that she was like calm because of that but maybe it's some scientific reasoning oh fuck that because you're a hell of a singer anyways no like that for sure but like just seeing her like the proudest moment like just becoming her own person dude like just fucking i don't know any little thing that she does dude like she's starting to say sentences now right like that shit gets me so hyped and like, um, I give her like these weird nicknames. I call her Jojo. Her middle name is Jacqueline. 
Her name's Willow. There's no Jojo at all. So I just come up with these weird names and like she'll refer to herself as Jojo. <laughs> and I'm like, got a girl. You know what I mean? Like I just little things like that. Like, watching her go yeah, watching her grow into her own person become sure. something, you know, freaking beautiful to watch. And and for me, I mean, I think a big thing is is I think my greatest achievement is is being here for her, not only, you know, financially or stability, but emotionally, you know. You you see a lot of dads that have kids and, and uh, like I said, I'm not here to judge anybody that's ran out, whether they did it out of fear or whatever, but just being able to, to know that you're here is, is something awesome. And I mean, I don't, what about you guys? I mean, what, what do you guys look forward to giving your future kids, whether it be a daughter or a son? Uh, just being there. Yeah. Like you guys have said, I mean, I think that's like 90% of it. Just being there, like knowing that they can come to you, just knowing that you love them and seeing that love reciprocated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same thing, you know. I just, <clears throat> I like how Hunter said, just watching them grow up into their own person. You know, I'm just, I'm really, really excited for that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, mean, I also I also it. need to give Colton a shout out too because, um, I don't know, like you, I run into you, like I don't, me and Colton are close, like he's one of my best friends, um, but like just seeing... It's kind of like Lizea when I told you, like, with you and your nephews and, you know what I mean? That sort of thing. But that's like Colton, too, right? Like, even with my daughter, when Colton sees my daughter, like, he's just this warm, fuzzy dude. And I can just tell you right now, no matter what time, when, like, time frame or anything, like, whenever you have a kid, you're going to be a good daddy. (laughs) Hell, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, and like I said, I mean, the main reason that we want to even have a podcast and you want it is to... To really give you give yourself an opportunity, and that's kind of why we named the segment, you know, behind the scenes of a of a single dad. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's other dads out there in the same situation, and that can either take this podcast and and t- feed off of it, or they can, you know, whatever they want to do with it. And that's that's the best part about this. I mean, a lot of the times, <clears throat> you know, these conversations are uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, they're hard to have, and it's like, uh, you know, Tr- Tristan said, it, it's hard to know as a dad, and and you guys, you know, will get there too. Am I doing enough? You know, have I have I provided enough? Was that too harsh or whatever the case is? And I mean, Hunter, to to have you on 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 our show at least, dude, and even you, Colton, it's 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 been an honor, dude. Uh, just a, a side story. We were drinking. I don't know how long it was ago, but uh, Hunter was kind of a little whorebag. He wanted an excuse not to sleep with this one girl, and I didn't give him one. I basically opened the door, threw him a condom, and he was a little asshole at that time, but. Just, <laughs> just, I just, well, like, just I took one for the team that night. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, honestly, though, watching you grow, uh, like I said, when I first heard you were having a kid, I was kind of like, shit, let's pray for her, you know? <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> nice. No, but no, I, <clears throat> you know what's crazy about that is, uh, I had some friends in high school, and, uh, dude, I was such a dumbass in high school. Sorry, I had to burp for that. But anyways, burping to the mic. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, uh, no, like uh, this was like years ago. But um, let's sanitize that after. <laughs> someone told, like one of my close friends who's like really smart in school, right? They they told me they're like, do you know what? Out of any of our friends, like that we grew up with, you were like the one fucking friend that I like the last person I would expect to ever like make so make something out of themselves. You know what I mean? And I was like, damn. It kind of made me feel shitty, but cool at the same time. I was like, all right, sick. But uh, 
No, I think that 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 shit's cool. Well, no, dude, just knowing in your heart and you as yourself, knowing that you've done everything that you can, rather, you know, you think it was enough. I see the way your daughter looks at you, and it's the way any dad would want to get looked at from their kid. Oh yeah. You know, just seeing her her smile, or when you guys, you know, you and Braxton came to Angel's birthday party, and just seeing the way she was attached to you, like she knew, like this is my dad, mm-hmm. and nobody's gonna fuck with me, and nobody's gonna fuck with him. You know, I like that. And I think that's the bond that, that you want consistently with your kids. So, um, I mean, like I said, dude, to kind of have you on the show was, was freaking awesome. And this was our first podcast that we've done together. So we're excited to do more. Um, but again, I mean, Colton, you're, you're going to be due here next week or, you know, sometime mm-hmm. around then. We're excited to have that. Yeah. Colton will be doing a different segment. Like I said, I'm not going to quite say exactly what it is yet because we're being we're, a single mother. we're just gonna try to keep this trend but hunter colin like i said appreciate you guys being on the show and and hunter keep kicking ass man yeah thanks for being so open and honest man thanks guys thanks all right peace out guys i gotta go pee again yeah